Welcome to The Brief on Grief. I am your host, Walter Sanderson. I'm so glad that you could join us yet for another episode. I want to start with this thought for somebody on today. I need you to know that grief doesn't end. That grief changes over time. It's not a place that we get stuck. It's not a sign of weakness or something is wrong with us. It's not a lack of faith if you are a person that is spiritual. Grief is not even impacted by how big your Bible is or how long you've been going to a church. Grief is simply the price, our love, the price we pay for the love of the person or the thing that we lost. You know, the late Tupac said that the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. And I would say this, the greater the love, the greater your grief. On this episode, on the Brief on Grief, I want to discuss that word mourning. While grief is what we feel and think when we lose someone or lose something that we love, Mourning is the outward expression of our grief. And I need somebody to know that when you mourn, you are actually mourning when you talk about the things you have lost. You are mourning when you cry. We mourn through our writing. We mourn even some people keep a journal and they write down their thoughts. Some of us, we mourn even through our gifts, such as poetry, such as singing. And there are even other ways to express our grief through mourning. R&B singer Mary J. Blige on multiple albums, you can hear the mourning through her music. Mourning a loss, I need you to know, is not a usual thing and easy for us at times, especially in our culture, especially in some of our cultures with the way we were brought up. And you can at times feel as though we are weak. At times we feel like we lack strength because I have to show what is hurting me on the inside. And I don't have to tell the men and the listeners that at times grief is tough for men in our culture because it is also said and not expected for us to cry and shed tears. That when we mourn, especially men and a lot of us that struggle, the problem is we do not have the emotional intelligence to deal with our pain. And as a result, we end up not grieving because we are unable to mourn. Wow. I can't tell you how many times previously in my life that I didn't understand or felt like I didn't have the space to mourn. And so my grief just stayed where it was. But here's the truth of the matter. It takes great strength for us to mourn. Trying to grieve without mourning is not only ineffective, but it's also dangerous. So to each of you that are listening for this episode, I have a question. How have you been mourning? When you get up in the morning, how have you been mourning? On this episode, I want to share an effective way to mourn for us all. I want you to produce a tear in your life. I'm not talking about the tear that you need a tissue for, but I'm talking about 
a model-based tier, the acronym T-E-A-R. This is a model to all of you listeners that was developed by a psychologist. And the tier model that we follow must take place after the loss of our loved one. It must take place after the funeral, after the celebration of life, after the burial, and after the repast. On this episode, I simply want you to make sure you tear because it will help you identify where you are in your own personal grieving process and will help you mourn the loss. Well, let me just tell you what the acronym TEAR stands for. It stands for the following. The T stands for trying to accept the reality of the loss. The E stands for experiencing the pain of that loss. The A in the acronym TEAR stands for us adjusting to the new environment without that person that we've lost. And finally, the R stands for reinvesting in my new reality without that loved one while remembering the thing and the person I lost. I'm here to tell you that they don't come in any particular order, but the T is usually the first step. But again, it doesn't come in a particular order. And the first step we will discuss is the T because it is trying to accept that the loss is real, that this is not a dream for somebody, you know, some people we lose, young people we lose in our lives. And sometimes it can seem like they were here, but I've learned through my years of counseling and I've learned from my, through my own experiences that you can be here today and gone this evening. Trying to accept the reality that that person is gone is simply sometimes realizing and accepting that there will be no reconciliation, at least on this side of heaven. And even if you're a Christian, we realize and accept that they will not return here. And so in order to embrace the fact that they are gone, we must acknowledge that they have died. But a part of the process of trying to accept the reality is acknowledging that they have passed away and that we realize that they may not and will not be coming back. Now, even as a pastor, I realize there will be no Lazarus effect happening and we are able to achieve this, watch this, trying to accept doing our best in the mourning process, trying to accept begins with the fact that I am simply able to talk about the person that I lost. For someone that might mean expressing your feelings through writing. And when we do discuss them, we must learn to talk about them in the past tense. It is very important that we find ourselves going from saying that they are here to they were here. Now, somebody is saying, Pastor, how do you do that? Walter, how do you do that? I'm glad you asked. The reality is, is when we're trying our best to accept it for somebody, that means visiting the gravesite. Because that's where their remains are. That's the last place you left them. For some people, it depends on the tragedy. You may go to the place 
where you know they were last living. For those 9-11 victims, this is why they go to the memorial. They go to the place where the building once stood. And even most recently, the Ocean Gate tragedy. For those families, they may find themselves going to the sea, going to the location where their loved ones were last seen or known to be. Those surviving members will visit these designated places because it helps them accept the loss of their loved one. Now I'm here to tell you in order to try to accept, this is a step in the right direction by you simply acknowledging that they are gone. For some people, that might mean simply doing a candlelight, doing a, a memorial on the, on the anniversary, anniversary of when you lost them. Some people join support groups and honor their, their lost ones. For example, like breast cancer awareness month. For some of you, it's some people that you've lost to lupus. Whatever it may be, accepting the loss is done by celebrating, by doing memorials and doing things where you remember your lost one. And there are a few ways to effectively deal with the T in tear. For those R&B music lovers who, who love the older music, the, 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 the group Escape, they have a song titled, Who Can I Run To? And the question I'm asking somebody today as we deal with the T in the acronym tear, dealing with your grief grieving process and the mourning process, who can you run to? Who can you talk to? Where can you run to? Do you ever visit the gravesite? And if so, how has that been for you? And if not, maybe it's just not time for you yet. Maybe you are not ready and you do not, I repeat, do not have to rush into your grieving process. But have you thought about celebrating a day in honor of your loved one? or celebrating them during a, a month that is awareness, that is raised for a disease or a sickness that they may have battled. And maybe you can create your own ritual, your own celebration. But these are all just suggestions to help you accept the loss. Remember, in the mourning process, the model is tear, and we started with T of us trying to accept the reality that they're gone. I hope today's episode was helpful in guiding you and preparing you to accept the loss of your loved one. As And as always, if there is anyone you know that this could be helpful for, please share the information and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And also take time to subscribe to my podcast on Spotify and iHeart. And as always, Remember this, we all know someone that is grieving and that someone might be you. See you next time on The Brief on Grief, where we will deal with the E of experiencing the pain of our loss. See you next time on The Brief on Grief.